Nobody don't touch My blessing I go get that 
Yeah. 
Forefront Radio, where we discuss history, the Bible, the history of the Israelites, science, and other matters. 
Bring it out. The history of the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans as it relates to the Bible. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen and heard as you listen to The Forefront Radio. Shalom, you're listening to The Forefront Radio. I'm your host, Afia Levi Israel. At this time, we're going to listen to a teaching in regard to the importance of having a good wife. Uh, This is a great teaching for many women to uh, sit and listen to and meditate on. And this is for men as well. So you can see what quality of a good wife you need while you're walking your spiritual walk. Uh, Thank you for listening. Please, please, please. Hark into these uh, scriptures, listen to the advice that is given because it is for your benefit and not your detriment. Uh, it is going to encourage you, it's going to bless you, it's going to keep you in the walk of the Most High. And I pray this uh, helps all of Israel to grow. And may the Most High be with you. Praise to the most high. Shalom, brothers. Shalom, sisters. Happy Sabbath to you all. I was inspired to write this class today. It's called, Does Your Wife Believe? And you sisters know exactly why I'm writing the class. It's called, Does Your Wife Believe? I was inspired this morning. Hey, I keep it down. Keep it down. It ain't going to be long. That's why I waited. Till now, straight to the point, does your wife believe? All right, uh, go to Proverbs 18.22. The book of Proverbs, chapter 18 and verse 22. Whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing, and obtaineth favor of the Lord. Read it again. Whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. And obtaineth favor from the Lord. So it's good for a man to find a wife. You have obtained favor from the Lord. Why? Because now you're not going to be alone. It's not good for a man to be alone at all in any walk in his life. Um, Humans are naturally social people. That's why when they put you into a um, padded room or something, most people go crazy. Solitary confinement. We naturally are people that need interaction. So if a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. The Lord is with you. Um, Give me that in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. Today's class, does your wife believe? Genesis chapter 2 and verse 18. And the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. God even said it. It's not good for you to be alone. God created you. He knew what you were going to need. It's not good for you to be alone. So he created you. A what? Read it again. And help meet. A help meet. Read. For him. A help meet. That means a companion. 
The Lord created a companion. Everything else was created. The animals, the the seagull had a seagull. The lion had a lioness. Uh, hyena had a hyena s. Whatever you want to call it. Everything had its uh, own um, opposite uh, to be with. But the man didn't. God said he needs somebody to be with also. So he needs a companion. Now go to Sirach 26. Let's read 13 through 16. He needs companionship. And, you know, as hard as man might want to act, you know, uh, Ezra's brought it out that he said a woman can make a man do anything she wants to, whether it be wickedness or in righteousness. She's got those attributes in her. But what kind of attributes should she have? Sirach 26, let's read 13 through 16. Sirach chapter 26 and verse 13. The grace of a wife delighteth her husband, and her discretion will fatten his bones. Uh-huh. A silent and loving woman is a gift of the Lord. We read that earlier in Proverbs. The Lord, you found favor from the Lord. He's dealing with you if you found a wife. Read that again. A silent and loving woman is a gift of the Lord. It's a gift because all of them ain't silent and all of them ain't loving. Some of them just evil. Some of them just mean. Some of them because it's based on the way they grew up, whatever, whatnot. But some of them ain't silent and some of them ain't loving. But if you can find you one like that out the gate, that's a gift. Read on. And there is nothing so much worth as a mind well instructed. A mind well instructed is coming from you. You have to instruct her mind. Her thoughts have to be your thoughts. If she's got any other, any, uh, other kind of thoughts other than yours, she don't believe. If her mind ain't like, she does not believe. And it'll show up in her actions. And you'll have to suffer the consequences for them. Uh, read on verse 15. Verse 15. A shamefaced and faithful woman is a double grace, and her continent mind cannot be valued. As the sun when it ariseth in the high heaven, so is the beauty of a good wife in the ordering of her house. So uh, a husband needs companionship that is going to help him. It's not good for him to be alone, so God made him a help meet, and that helper is to be a companion that helps him, that fattens his bones, that uses discretion. She's a silent and loving woman. Her mind is well instructed. She's a shamefaced and faithful woman. And what does it say? And the beauty of ordering a house. That is the goodness that a man needs. The companionship. Give me Sirach 36. Let's read 22, 23. Sirach chapter 36 and verse 22. The beauty of a woman cheereth the countenance, and a man loveth nothing better. A man loves nothing better. The beauty of a woman. So when the Lord made, this is how you know Eve wasn't ugly. It's good. It's not good for a man to be alone or make him a help me. He He made the baddest thing walking on the earth. That's why when Eve brought back that other doctrine, Adam hearkened to it. If she was, uh, what does they say Leah was? Tender-eyed. Whoever it was out there, 
um, that gave her that different doctrine. We know it was the spirit of Satan, move, uh, spirit of Esau moving through the nations at that time. But if you, if, what, no man wouldn't even approach her to even bring that to her. She'd have had that ugly, mean face on her off top. You know how it is. Some got that stank face on them just all the time. But she was pretty. She was approachable. She was pretty, but she was light-minded. And brought that back, and Adam listened to it. He was all googly-eyed. Yeah, wife, that sounds good to me. As long as I get to tear it down tonight. Boom, he hearkened to it. So the beauty of a woman cheereth the countenance, and a man loveth nothing better. He loves for his wife to look beautiful. If, verse 23. Verse 23. If there be kindness, meekness, and comfort in her tongue, then is not her husband like other men. So your beauty does have stipulations. I want you to understand this. Is your beauty has stipulations. You can be as pretty as you want to, but if you're a dragon, when you open your mouth, you don't have no meekness. There ain't no comfort in your tongue. A man will drink himself to death. Literally. Try to anyway. Got to be kindness. That's the type of companionship that a man needs. Go to Sirach 26 and 3. Sirach chapter 26 and verse 3. A good wife is a good portion, which shall be given in the portion of them that fear the Lord. Read that one more time. A good wife is a good portion, which shall be given in the portion of them that fear the Lord. So I want to let you know, a good wife extends beyond your household. I'm going to say that again so you can write it down. A good wife extends beyond your household. Why, though? Why does a good wife go outside of the house? Why does it extend past just the ordering of the house? Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 13. I'm going to say it again. A good wife in this truth extends beyond your house. Why? Deuteronomy 1, let's read 13. Deuteronomy chapter 1 and verse 13. Take you wise men and understanding. And known among your tribes. A good wife in this truth extends be, uh, beyond your house because you're known in this truth. So your wife should be, what brothers? Known, known in this truth. That's why a good wife extends beyond your house. You're known and she ain't known. She don't believe. And I'm not talking about on the grand scale of everything. We know you got Mother Shamara, Mother Parya, um, uh, uh, Deacon Aitan's wife, uh, Mother Nayama. They be doing the tightest twos all the time. I'm not talking about on that level. I'm talking about just in here. If them sisters that are in the back don't know you, you don't believe. You don't believe. I'm telling you. You don't. The reason why? Some of them sisters been here for months and don't know your name. Six, seven, eight months. Who? Who what? Who? Don't know. Huh? What she look like? I've never seen her. I know we in masks because they might be, oh, we got masks on. Okay, I know, man. They don't know your voice. 
They don't know your voice. To even hear it, be like, oh, yeah, I know her. Oh, yeah, I talked to her. No. Read verse 13 again. Verse 13. Take you, wise men, and understanding, and known among your tribes, and I will make them rulers over you. So you're, you're a good wife that believes extends beyond your house because she is a representation of you. Right? Ain't that what all of y'all be in here saying? Oh, that's my... What y'all be saying? That's my who? That's my rib. Pfft, yeah, right. It's a dusty, oh, dusty rib. I'm keeping PG. I see some kids' faces out there. Got a throwaway rib. Throw some meat, throw some barbecue sauce on it. What's up? But if you're known and she's not, she don't believe. You got a resume of works and she don't, she don't believe. It's the uncut truth inspired by this morning's actions. Acts 18. Let's read uh, one and two. Because I ain't saying that to be mean. It's the truth. It's written in the Bible. Read it. Acts chapter 18 and verse one. After these things, Paul departed from Athens and came to Corinth and found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, lately come from Italy, with his wife Priscilla. Read that part again. With his wife Priscilla. His wife was with him. Jump over to verse 24 and 26, and let's see what his wife was doing with him. Read that. Verse 24. And a certain Jew named Apollos, born in Alexandria, an eloquent man, and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. Verse 26. And he began, 25. You got to read 25. Verse 25. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in the spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. So his understanding was at a certain point. That's all he knew, but he taught it with all his might. Read. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them. And expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. She was, Priscilla was right there with Aquila putting in work. She wasn't just there. Some of you brothers got wives that are just here. Been for years just here. I ain't got to call them out. Their actions berayeth them. But she was right there with him putting in the work. Now here's the thing. Let me see. Go to 1 Corinthians 16, 19. 1 Corinthians 16, 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 19. Yep, that's it. The churches of Asia salute you. Aquila and Priscilla salute you much in the Lord with the, house, with the church that is in their house. The church was where? In their house. The church was in Aquila and Priscilla's house. What do you think Priscilla was doing in that house? Brothers, just say it. What, what was it? Works. The church was in their house. Aquila, uh, uh, Priscilla's right there with him. Even when he was out traveling, she was right there with him. But when the church was in the house, Priscilla was right there putting in work too. She's right by her husband's side. 
Because why? She understood that she is a representation of her husband because she's his what, brothers? There you go. Help meet a good wife. Her, her goodness of being a wife extended out of the house, like we read in the beginning of the chapter, and then inside the house. Now, what do you think Priscilla was doing in the house when the church was in the house? You think they, you, you know, did you think, uh, 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 what was his name? Aquila was answering the door. Everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all come in, y'all come in, y'all come in. And then Priscilla is somewhere in the back with her headphones on, trying not to hear the word of the Lord. No, it ain't how it went down. Give me that. Uh, Titus chapter 2. This is what Priscilla was doing. Why? Because she believed. Titus chapter 2. And I want to get straight to the point. Verse 3 through 5. Titus chapter 2 and verse 3. The aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. So Priscilla, in this church that was in her house, she was involved in the building of the young women in the nation of Israel. It wasn't just all men coming in there. We, you read the scriptures where it was the, the men and the women came to her hear the word of God. Priscilla was in the house building up the young women as she was supposed to, building up the nation. Read it again. Verse, verse 4. Verse 4, yep. That they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Just imagine how much further along as a nation we would be if everybody played their part. I'm telling you, some of these young sisters that come in, y'all, just because they read don't mean they know what they, they don't. They don't have the same luxuries as you sisters in leadership have. Where when you read, all you got to do is go in the living room and ask your husband. They have to wait to the single sisters call on Friday. Or put it in the uh, Bible scholars group for the sisters and hope one of the brothers see it within a day or two. They don't have that same luxury. Priscilla took her job serious in building the nation, teaching the young women how to be sober, love their husbands. How much more now that your wife has to do that in today's time? They didn't have 24-hour... Um, uh, music videos on YouTube or ads and sexual innuendos to draw them away, phone them, uh, phone, cell phones of somebody to, to text them, draw them away. They didn't have all of that stuff. The sins, the wickedness has increased in these last days. And you got sisters in this truth. Now, when it's worse than it was, just, just relax. Just wait until the Sabbath is over. So they can dance to the damn, what's that stuff called? We got Zook. Just waiting. And I 
I'll sit up here like, here we go again. Did nothing. Leave the side filthy over there. You know why they do that? Because they know you're going to come up and clean it behind them. We posted the pictures. Leave it filthy. The woman's side's worse than the man's side. Her sisters with stuff on the table. <laughs> you got something on the table. You got something on top of the stuff. They do this. They keep on going. Because y'all come right behind them. That's, your, that's the husband's fault. Because they don't respect the sanctuary of the Lord. But Aquila, I mean Priscilla, was doing her job in the house because she believed. Teaching the young women. Now, you know, this is the Romans during this time. You know, they was foul. She had a job to do every week. Every time they came in, she couldn't just sit there and talk to the same sister she'd been talking to for years. All week on the telegram, you've been talking to him. I see it. And then the new sisters come in. You like, you don't even know them. You don't believe. Proverbs 31, 10. And I'm going to get to some stuff to, because I know some of y'all in your mind, you've been thinking, I do believe. I'm going to show you you don't believe. We already showed it with just the Priscilla example. I ain't helping build none of these new sisters coming in. Anytime you want to jump in, Capsiferis. Proverbs chapter 31, and I want to read verse 10. Proverbs chapter 31 and verse 10. Who can find a virtuous woman, for her price is far above rubies. Solomon, who wrote the, the book of Proverbs, he asked the questions, who can find one? They are that rare. Rubies are precious. They are that right. He said, who can find one? Why would he ask that question? Why would Solomon, who dealt with a lot of women, ask that question? <laughs> Give me that Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, and I want to read 27 and 28. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse 27. Behold, this have I found, saith the preacher, counting one by one. He did what? Counting one by one. One by one. Go ahead. To find out the account, which yet my soul seeketh, but I find not. One man among a thousand have I found, but a woman among all those have I not found. That's why he asked the question, who can find one? Because I ain't found one yet. Out of thousands of the women. You had one come from uh, the Queen of Sheba. She came from Ethiopia. Queen of Sheba. So she, she ain't wise either. Questions she had prove him with hard questions to Solomon, those were stupid. That's a basic ass question right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right here. The sun goes around the earth. That's easy. Next question. Read that again. Verse 28. Verse 28. Which yet my soul seeketh, but I find not. One man among a thousand have I found. He found one one wise man among a thousand. Read. But a woman among all those have I not found. So he couldn't find a, a virtuous and wise woman among all the women he knew. He's the king. He has access to all the nation of Israel. He can send out the, um, um, the generals of the armies 
like David did with, uh, I think it was Joab, sent him out, go number the people. He could send out the anybody to go find me a wise woman. They all come back with a report. Not one of them is wise or virtuous, Solomon. Sorry. And you know we can't be measured. We the sand of the sea. None of them out there virtuous. Go back to it. No, uh, Sirach 26, let's read one and two. Sirach chapter 26 and verse 1. Let me get there with you. Sirach 26. You got to take your time, man. This, need, this needs to marinate. Like digging, digging. Y'all will stop saying, let the butter marinate. Slow down. Sirach 26, let's read 1 and 2. Sirach chapter 26 and verse 1. Blessed is the man that hath a virtuous wife. God said you're blessed if you find one. <laughs> That's how rare it is. If you can find that virtuous wife, God said you are blessed. Because Solomon couldn't even find one. But if you found one, God said, you blessed. You special. You are highly favored of the Lord. You might be David or somebody. We don't know. Yeah, David didn't have none either. But you, you somebody great in the scriptures if you found them. Read it again. Blessed is the man that hath a virtuous wife. For the number of his days shall be double. Uh-huh. A virtuous woman rejoiceth her husband, and he shall fulfill the years of his life in peace. If you can find a virtuous wife, your your days are going. You're going to have a long life ahead of you. It said, "What did that say? The days, the number of his days shall be doubled." A wife that believes is going to help you live out a long life. You know why? Because you know. Mainly the women are, are, are feeding us, the men and the children, right? If she believe, then she'll take heed to the dietary laws. Oh, there you go. You go ahead, Cap. You hit it right on the head. That goes into your diets as well. That means if you on a get right movement, right? That's the get right movement. If you on a get right fat. movement, she will be in the same spirit prepping your meals. Well, she'll be at Whole Foods. Though it's going to break your pockets, yeah. You're going to be the one breaking your pockets. She'll be at Whole Foods. Uh, what's the other Hell, one? Hell, even if even if you can't afford Whole Foods, she'll do. She'll learn some couponing. There you go, couponing. That's another one. Even meal preps. She'll she herself will be on the get right movement with you, not letting you go by yourself. While you eating salads and herbs and stuff, she eating all the sweet the sweet meals, the heavy chickens and all that, causing you to stumble. You smelling all the yeah yeah you know the gravy boiling, mm -hmm. making you mad, Yaira. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so definitely, that's part of it. You will have peace in your house. You don't got to worry about it. That's just one aspect about you eating, getting a, a, a good diet from that virtuous woman. Yep. Read that again. Sirach 26, let's read 1 and 2. Verse 1. Blessed is the man that hath a virtuous wife, for the number of his days shall be double. A virtuous woman rejoiceth her husband. And he shall fulfill the years of his life in peace. You know why your, your days of your life is going to be double when you've got a virtuous wife that believes like you do? God can use you two like he used Priscilla, Aquila and Priscilla. I can't let them go right now because they putting in major work as husband and wife. They want flesh. I need both of them around because he's out here doing the work, speaking forth the word. And when they come in, it might be men and women. And guess what? She's right there along with him, building up the sisters. Let him live a little bit long. Because when I, you know, he might die and she might die a little bit later of sorrow of heart. I don't know. I don't even know if that happened. I ain't never heard that happen. But 
broken heart. I, I don't even know if that. I'm free now. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. I know I couldn't kill him, according to the law, but you took him out the way, just like Nabal. But your days will be numbered because the Lord can use you like he used Aquila and Priscilla. Because both of y'all are on the same path. Both of y'all believe. Proverbs 31. Let's read 10 and 11. The book of Proverbs chapter 31 and verse 10. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. How do what what does her husband trust in? Her husband trusts in that even if he's not around, she believes enough to put in works without him telling her. If he ain't around, I know she's putting in work. I, tr- I can trust that. Some of you got wives, if you ain't around, she won't do nothing. How do I know? That's why you got today's class. You ain't here where you looking at her. She'll sit over there and just talk all day. Won't get up and move until they see Captain does song. Yeah. Read it again. Verse 11. Verse 11. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her. So that he shall have no need of spoil. So you should be able to trust in your wife that she is going to build the nation even if you ain't around. She's, you know what that is? When um, a wife only puts in work when you're around, she's a man pleaser. That's it. Only time when eyes is on her, somebody see her, that she knows of, of a po- importance, then she'll start doing something. But when ain't nobody around... It is chill mode all day. All day long. Uh, 12 and 13, read on. Verse 12. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. Read it again. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. Uh She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. Read that again. She seeketh wool. And flax and worketh willingly with her hands. That's how you know she believes. Is she willingly putting in works to build the nation, to build up them young women? Or is it just when you see her or leadership see her, now she's hustling and bustling? He's still looking. Go ahead. Hey, Cap, like you read in uh, ver- uh, verse 11, safely. Trust in her. That's what we read in verse 12. She will do him good. Oh, that's where we are? Yeah. She will do him good and not evil. The good is a safety that he got in her. He doesn't worry about any evil. He said, man, I say, you, you got to send a word, safely. Safely. Like there's no harm that's going to come. He's, his mind is always on ease. And you know what? My wife is about the truth. I could go away. I could go about my business. I know she's about the Lord's work. I don't got to worry about it. She's going to, she know what needs to be done. I don't got to tell her. It's going to be done. If I think about it, when I come on, I guarantee it will be done. Why? He safely trusts in her. And he's already instructed her mind. 
that she needs to be putting there because I'm known. I'm right. leadership. I'm known right. amongst the people. You need to be doing something too so you can be known as well. Right. You, you, you said it, Kat. You brothers must be instilling that into your wives. Because if you let your wife go without instructions, what a, what a scripture tell you on numerous occasions, she's a weaker vessel. If you l- neglect that part, you're the only one to blame. You are the only one to blame when you come home, things are not in order, okay? And you will have to say it more than one time, all right? That's where patience is going to come in and diligence come in. You're going to have to say it more than one time. What the, what the word Deuteronomy mean? Anybody know? There you go. Why? Because the Most High had to repeat himself over and over so to Israel. Deuteronomy means second law. Okay? Over and over. So likewise, you leaders, all right, you husbands, you have to instruct your wives. If you don't go, if you don't instruct her, she will be spoiled, meaning uh, television got her, the apps got her, the gossiping on the phone got her, even idleness. That means Satan's right around the corner. Her family got her. Mm, that's the big one. Her family got her. If she ain't doing mm. no work for the Lord, she's going to talk to the people she know. Because work for the work to, for the Lord will will cause you to be involved. And we know when you're involved when we see you on Telegram. Some of y'all don't get on there at all. They don't think we be looking. We be looking. Yes, the Lord set us up as leaders to watch over the flock. That's men and women that and children. We're watching over all of y'all. Maybe from a distance because we can't talk, call every single one of you. That's why God created Telegram so we can look at everybody. See if you are uh, involved in some of the, you know, the, the good mornings, the, the questions of the day, um, the cooking challenges you women be having. <laughs> the report I get on that stuff. Oh, Lord. And we know you might be busy. You know, you got kids and you got work. Yep, we know you're busy, but you don't do none of the stuff. You ain't that damn busy. Ain't nobody that busy. Not even captains. We ain't that big. We got a little downtime to finish stuff that we've been putting off. We get to it. All right. um, Where was I at? Uh, Ciroc 726 now. Ciroc 7 and 26. Bible's falling apart. Go ahead, read it. Sirach chapter 7 and verse 26. Hast thou a wife after thy mind? Forsake her not. So read that again. Hast thou a wife after thy mind? Forsake her not. Uh-huh. But give not thyself over to a light woman. So that her mind is going to be like yours after you have instructed her. Now, going back to what Cap say, um, Like, the blame will fall on you if you ain't instructed her. Now, if you've instructed her on what you want her to do and she still don't do it, she don't believe. That's the difference. Now, if you don't put it in there, like, yeah, I need you to do it and find yourself in something like that, and then they they do nothing, especially the ones that that have the babies, and then be like, for the next nine months, you're only two months pregnant. Oh, I'm not. Got a little young prophet on the way. You're two months. Still walk around. Right. Uh, uh, I'll read it again. Hast thou a wife after thy mind? Forsake her not. 
but give not thyself over to a light woman. Is that it on that? Yes, sir. Okay, go to um, Philippians chapter 4. Now, like I said, if she do, don't do works or things after you instruct her, her mind, she don't believe. And that even goes into if she get instructions from an uh, uh, elder sister compared to her and she still don't do nothing, she don't believe. Once a month, they have a leadership meeting, the, the leadership-wise. I know what they talk about on that call. They still don't do nothing. They don't believe. Right after the call, nothing. No nothing. Like, oh, you know what? I'm a, That's scriptural, too. I'm going to take that and apply that to my walk in this life. No action. And you sisters know what I'm talking about. Philippians chapter 4. Let's read 1 through 3. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 1. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and longed for, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beseech Yodius and beseech Sintichi that they be of the yep. same Sint mind. Sintichi, Yodius. Go ahead. That they be of the same mind in the Lord. Uh -huh. And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, Help those women which labored with me in the gospel. The women are supposed to do what? Which labored with me in the gospel. The women are supposed to labor with you in the gospel. With you. We are a nation. We got women, children. They labor with you. I hope you pick it up. What the Bible is putting out, sisters. You ought to labor with your husband in the gospel. Read it again, verse 3. Verse 3. And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labored with me in the gospel. Now, look at this. I'm going to pull out this, this key point thing right here. A lot of these. Can you help me? Can you help? God said help those that labor in the gospel. Don't come up here asking for no help. You ain't laboring in the gospel. What soldier we got? Ten? We got ten. Get to the ten. What new twenty do we got? Get to the new twenty. Don't come up here asking for though. You ain't laboring in the gospel. The scripture says, help those women which labored with me in the gospel. Why? Because they believe like you do. We need them. You don't believe. We don't need you. God don't need none of us if we don't believe. The reason he called us in here is to help those that walk in darkness, to build a nation. If any of us don't believe God don't need us, he will replace us. Uh, read it again. Verse 3, and I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with other my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. So <laughs> read that bottom part again. And with other my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. You only get into this, the book of life, as if you got labor behind it. There is, sisters, let you, I know you, some of y'all don't believe, and we know it. You just pleased to dwell with. You've been pleased to dwell with for two, three years. We know some of you don't believe. Why? Because your actions show it. 
But I just want you to know, unless you put in some labor for the gospel, God is telling you your name is not written in the book of life. You are just here now to give peace to that prophet until the kingdom come where the Lord said, pick anyone you want to now. You was found faithful with that dragon who was a ball and chain for 50 lifetimes. Now, pick whichever one you want to, my son. Thy good and faithful servant, you have done all that was commanded of you, even putting up with that wife that didn't believe. Now you got some, all I'm going to believe, they're going to be good wife, they're going to be kind, they're going to be silent. You can, you can safely trust in her. All of that stuff that you had to bear with with that one that didn't believe, I'm going to reward you for it now. Sisters, if you plan on, if you want to be with that man in for eternity, you're going to have to put in some labor for the gospel to get your, your name written in the book. There's, there's no other way around it. Um, and and uh, let's see. Let's see. Here's the proof. Jump back two chapters, Philippians 2 and 12. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 12. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Your own works will be your salvation, not your husband's. I want you to understand that. It will not be your husband's works that get you into the kingdom. I know it's the scripture in 1 Corinthians 7 about pleased to dwell with a wife that don't believe. Uh, what happens is we don't read the rest of that where it says don't put away because uh, uh, hopefully eventually she comes to a level of understanding where she begins to believe. If you do not believe, Lord will keep you there and please to dwell and then get rid of you. He will get rid of you when the time come. Read it again. Verse 12. Verse 12. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but not now. Not just being a man pleaser. So when the eyes are on you now, your hands is busy. You busy now when the eyes are on you. You busy when you after Sabbath. You're busy after that. Before, nothing. Read on. But now much more in my absence. When they not looking at you. Read. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Because you got to put in labor for this gospel in order for your name to be written in that book. Here's the proof. Proverbs 31, 31. It got to be your own, not your husband's. Just the same way that none of us men can get into the kingdom off another man's works. It got to be our own. Read that. Proverbs chapter 31 and verse 31. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. Her husbands. Read it again. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. Your works, not your husband's, is there for a reason. Your works are going to praise you in the gates among the leaders. The gates is talking about the leaders. Your own works, not your husband's. Hey, man, you putting in a whole lot of work 
That's good, man. And I see your wife ain't doing nothing. All praises, man. No, it's not going to be like that. It'll be just like Priscilla and Aquila. Man, I see you out there laboring, man, putting in work. You done moved the church into your house. You doing this. And your wife is right there with you. Y'all in the spirit. Y'all doing mighty things for the Lord. The Lord got your wife's name written in that book of life if she endured. Because the scripture just said that right there. Gospel. They labor for the gospel. They names in the book. The Lord using y'all. Now, let me, let me see this. I wrote this down. A few things because I want to just... And I can't go through all of them. It's just a few things right off the top uh, for you sisters to let you know you this ain't this don't mean you believe. Having babies don't mean you believe. I want to put that out there. Go ahead, Kevin. Every brother that didn't say right who has that, you out of the spirit. <laughs> if you didn't say right, right, in agreement to that. Say it again. Let me say it you again. need to examine Let's yourself. Maybe they can redeem themselves, Cap. Okay, hopefully, hopefully. Having babies don't mean you believe. Okay. There you go. All right. Got to let y'all sisters know. Just because you have babies don't mean you believe. You know why? Because women in the world do that too. Don't give a damn about God. Got on pants, chest hanging out, got uh, uh, skittle hair, and they got three, four, five kids just like you got. That don't mean you believe. Do benevolence don't mean you believe. You know why? Because that's satisfying your desire. They act like they ain't getting nothing out of it either. Oh, come on. I'm ready. Oh, again. They desire just as much as you do. The, the, the statistics and stuff say they think about it more than men do. Yep. That satisfies your desire, not God's. Uh, cooking for your husband and kids don't mean you believe. You know why? Because you eat the food too. I'm just cooking because you hungry. No, you ain't. You, you eat too. Cooking don't mean you believe either. Uh, coming to the Sabbath because your husband come don't mean you believe either. Oh, I'm so happy to see you this Sabbath. It's been a long week for here in your mind. I wouldn't have been here if my husband wouldn't come. As soon as he walk out the door, I'm going with him. Proof of that is, say instance that a husband is traveling. He's not there. And if you don't hear of that wife making plans of, uh, let me see what I'm doing. I got to prep to make it to the Sabbath. Even if you're the main driver, let me see what sister so-and-so I can ca uh, call to make my way to the Sabbath. Another one, just in case. Sab they make it to the Sabbath, but they leaving early because there's no emergency happening. Oh, okay? The husband ain't there. The husband ain't there. He ain't there. I'm gone. Oh! That's another one. That's another sign. They Even if they stay a little longer, look around, don't talk to nobody, quiet, hit the door. Boom! Grab their Cafe 144 plate, they go. Dang! They out of spirit. They don't believe. Uh, date night picks don't mean you believe. Why? Because you're getting something out of that date too. All those things are self-serving. How involved you are in the Lord's work shows how much you believe. I'm going to say it again. How involved you are in the Lord's work 
shows how, how much you believe. That goes for you sisters and you brothers in that second section without the purple shirt. How involved you are. 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Let's read verse 18. I got, I got speed up here. 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Let's read verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 18. Seeing that many glory after the flesh, I will glory also. That's what women glory in a lot of times. You glory in your flesh. How pretty you are, how, how well set your makeup is, how, what new head wrap you got on, what style you, you chose it in, what new dress you got on, your hair, how, is it two-strand twist, three-strand twist? Did you wash it, blow dry it? What's your face look like in the mirror? You glory, a lot of women glory in the flesh. Um, give me Proverbs 31, 30. I know the routine. I got a wife, too. She does the same thing. Y'all do. In the mirror, looking, hair, head, wrap, all of that. A lot of women glory in that. But is that the only thing about you? Read Proverbs 31, 30. Proverbs chapter 31 and verse 30. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. So your beauty is vain. It's going to it's the skin is going to start to sag. Oh, yeah. Gravity going to take its course. Best believe it. Is that all you're going to be about is, yeah, she was pretty 20 years ago. But she outside of that, she ain't did nothing that I known of around here. But 20 years ago, man, you'd like to see her 20 years ago. Now she just sit there and. Wait on death. <laughs> Beauty is vain. It's deceitful. Don't trust in it. Go back to 2 Corinthians. Let's read 11. Let's read 19 now. On down. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 19. Remember, we went here to show how involved you are. Shows how much you believe. Read that. For ye suffer fools gladly, seeing ye yourselves are wise. We're reading down to verse 28. For ye suffer if a man bring you into bondage, if a man devour you, if a man take of you, if a man exalt himself, if a man smite you on the face. I speak as concerning reproach, as though we had been weak, howbeit whereinsoever any is bold, I speak foolishly, I am bold also. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool, I am more. In labors, more abundant. In what? In labors, more abundant. In labors, more abundant. You read other scriptures than the, uh, the disciples. Let's see. Jump back over to um, verse uh, 5. Verse 5. For I suppose I was not a whit behind the very chiefest apostles. So the, all the apostles that walk with Christ, Paul said, I wasn't behind them at all when it come to works. When it comes to knowledge, I might have started late, but I played catch up because I was go, jump back over to verse 23. Verse 23. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more in labors, more abundant. I might have started late, but I was laboring to catch up more abundant. Read on in stripes above measure in prisons, more frequent in deaths off. So he went through prison, death. Go ahead. 
Of the Jews, five times received I forty stripes, save one. Five times. Five times. Got whipped across the back. And you read the law, they had to lay down. Laid down and they just wailed on them. None of us went through that. Read on. You might have got some harsh correction, but it wasn't a whip over your back. Read on. Verse 25. Thrice was I beaten with rods. So he was whipped, and then he was beaten with rods. Once was I stoned. Wow. He was, and, and he was dead. They carried him out of the city. And then he went back a, a few weeks or months later and taught in the same place that they stoned him in. Read on. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day, I've been in the deep. I'm telling you right now, if any of y'all go on the quest in that boat so much as sway either way, I guarantee you won't go on the quest no more. Let that thing do that. That'd be your last trip on a quest. Remember we walked out on a deck and you see how dark, pitch black, no lights. Can't see nothing. And Paul was floating in that or just on a piece of of the ship. Mm -hmm. So imagine that. None of us went through that. Which everything in there. That boat sway. I guarantee you won't be on the daggone quest no more. Verse 26. Verse 26. In journeyings often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils by mine own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness, beside those things that are without, that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. The care of all the churches. All of that he went through, and he still watched over uh, the, the church of Corinth, Philippi, Ephesians, Galatia, Thessalonia, uh, Lystra, the church in Jerusalem. All He went through all of that and still maintain a watch over the churches because he believed he fought through all that because he believed and you sisters ain't got to go through none of that all you got to do is just obey your husband be in subjection study and and all the lord has asked you to do is teach the young women that's it that is it and, and guess what? You ain't even got to catch a boat to get to the place. The Lord said, I give you a little sanctuary, give you four wheels, and and the the traffic on the highway is it, it, going to be up and down, but it'll be a smooth selling to get there. You ain't got to go through none of that stuff Paul went, went through. Shame on us if you don't labor abundantly and eat, and don't have to go through that. Go to uh, Hebrews 6 and 10. Read that. The book of Hebrews, chapter 6 and verse 10. Here's, here's the proof. Where I see, remember I said babies don't mean you believe. Do benevolence, cooking for your husband and kids, coming to the Sabbath because your husband showed up, date night picks. Remember I said all that stuff don't mean you believe. Read that, Hebrews 6 and 10. For oh God is check, not check. unrighteous to forget your love and labor of love. Your labor of love. Which ye have showed toward his name. Uh Uh-huh. And that ye have ministered to the saints. To who? To the saints. To who? To the saints. To somebody other than yourself. 
That's why them babies, you having babies, they don't mean you believe. No. You love to have somebody to love you unconditionally. That's why women will have a baby and don't give a damn about the husband, the man staying there. As long as they got somebody that love them unconditionally in the world. The dude but devilish, you're getting something out of that. That don't mean you believe. Are you in labor of love for the minister, uh, ministering of the saints to his people? That's how you know if you believe or not. Read it again. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have showed toward his name, and that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And do minister. That means you didn't do it just one time. Be like, yep, I did my good deed for the year. Passover come around next time, I'll do it again. This is a continual thing you are doing. That's every Sabbath. Say your shaloms to the sisters when you come in. Shalom, shalom. Let's go to the back, sister. We got some single sisters back here we need to talk to. Let's go. Now, caps of verse whispered in my ear. What about them single sisters? First Corinthians chapter 7, verse 34. No, no, I can't let them go. They, they thought it was going to slide by without. No, no. Damn. The, Lord, the, the, um, the word of the Lord is a two-edged sword. 1 Corinthians 7, 34. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 34. There is difference also between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman careth for the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. So the single sisters, their, their um, thought is only on how to please the Lord, not their flesh. You know, you know if you work on pleasing the Lord, single sisters... You won't end up in fornication. You won't end up in it. it we see the y'all see what we be posting throughout all UIC. He put out, she put out. Both of, ain't neither one of them got no marriage papers. She's single because she's worried about how to please her flesh. I just need this just to get me over the hump, and then I'm good for another year. No, it don't work like that. Your job is to please the Lord. That's the only thing you should be focused on. And the way you please the Lord is putting in works around the body. And I want to, and and just because you are not, just go for you uh, leadership wives. Just because you are not the head over the office of whatever it is, don't mean you cannot help. A lot of you sisters don't do nothing because you don't. Because th- if I'm not over it, then. I, I can't. Well, won't you help the 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 second and third and fourth sister that's in that office do something? Sisters with that type of spirit who just want to be over everything. I don't care what department it is. That lets me know right there off rip. You the one who want the power in the marriage as well. Mm. Dang. And if you a single sister and have that same spirit, brothers be mindful of that as well. Okay, because if you want and you can't help build from the bottom to help make sure that the Lord's work is done, guess what? You have a prideful spirit on you. Mm. So I'm scared of you. Red flag. Stay away from them. If you got a single sister, too, that only put in work um, when she's proven somebody, you better stay away from her. She is on her way to being one of these leadership wives that unless you're looking, that's when she'll do some work. If leadership got to tell them, hey, we need y'all to, 
No, you got examples because it is some sisters in here that be putting in works. Single sisters see it, and if they still need somebody to tell them do it, you better watch out for that one. She she's uh what what uh Bishop call them them uh she's a vampire waiting to suck the life out of you. Where where especially in this truth where especially if you're a single sister you've been around here for some years, there's no way that you should get with a man in this truth that is striving for the Lord and then he got to stop and turn around and build you up to get to where he is. You should already be in the process of meeting him where he is when it comes to works. Just like Aquila and Priscilla. You shouldn't have to take a step back. Hey, I need a year off from war. I got to uh, cheer up my wife. Got to teach her how to do some works around here. Because when she was single, she faked it. She feigned herself a just woman. Now I got to take extra time to go over scriptures and build her up about Working uh, for the Lord and building the nation, the labor of love. Can I have this whole year off? No, you're supposed to mean him where he is. Read that again, verse 34. Verse 34. There is difference also between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman careth for the things of the Lord. So that's what it means. A virgin means an unmarried woman in the scriptures. Go ahead. That she may be holy. Both in body and in spirit. In body. Keep your body holy, sisters. First Thessalonians 4. Let's read 3 through 5. Let's keep it. Let's see. Keep it holy. Yep, read that. First you Thessalonians. Know, you, know, you know why you got to keep it holy? Um, so you can have some honor when you become a wife. Right? Sisters, you become in wives through by default backdoor marriage ain't no honor in that you just married now ain't no wedding feast in that you want no advertisements made for you by the nation of israel you just had to go get papers and then come on in here and sit down read that first thessalonians chapter four and verse three Uh for this is the will of god even your sanctification that you should abstain from fornication. Abstain from fornication. Fornication is unmarried sex. It is sin. It is a sin. And that's any form of sex. That's if you uh, got, got your hands in his pants. He got his tongue down your throat, on your chest, in your butt, your box, wherever it might be. That's fornication. It's a sin. I want to make that known. Brothers, that's sin. You got one of these sisters over here and you're doing that to them? You in sin. And we're going to find you out. You know why? Because the Lord going to reveal it to us. He'll reveal it. And, and you know how you might not come out and say it, but you'll make up some BS. Like, what the hell he talking about? Chicken on the on the Passover. When does the day really start? It's something else. It's not that. Oh, we know it's not that. We're just waiting on you to tell the truth. There's been a few brothers in here that we already do that too. Departed. Like, man, he ain't leave because of that. It wasn't baptism that made him leave. Nah. It's way more than that. That's smoking mirrors. Um... So, as I said, 
no matter what hole it is, sisters, that's sin, fornication, sin. Read it again. Verse 3, for this is the will of God, even your sanctification. This is how you keep yourself holy. Read. That ye should abstain from fornication. From fornication. Go ahead. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. In honor. In holiness and honor. That's what I say. If you keep yourself and, and have an um, uh, 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 Israelite wedding according to the scriptures, that's honorable. That's holy. Outside of that, it's not. Not at all. You brothers sneaking and texting sisters. Telling them don't tell nobody. That's, that ain't audible. Oh, we know. Oh, we know. And, and that's crazy because a lot of brothers be thinking we dumb as hell. We not. Or they the Lord ain't dealing with you niggas Listen, in purple. No. You're not underestimating us. You're underestimating the, the power of the Lord. Yep. Because remember, the Lord's word takes root. So when the word goes out, it begins to take root. This sister's not going to stay quiet. Uh, these wise sisters not going to stay quiet. Right. They will reveal it. All right. So you brothers that think is, oh, they don't see me in the dark. Yeah. No, the Lord. You can't stop it's playing so with the Lord. scriptures that stop. say the Lord going to reveal your sin. Come brothers on. don't believe it. Sisters don't believe it either. You don't believe the Lord. Nor his prophets. Just like Cap brought that out earlier. You don't believe since the days uh, of uh, Egypt. You didn't believe Moses. You didn't believe Aaron. Until they show themselves. The Lord had to show his power through them. They bowed the head and believed. Yep. Little sneaky brothers. We know who you are. Um, verse 5. Verse 5. Not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God. So the Gentiles that don't know God, they are caught up in fornication. They don't believe in God, so they all up in fornication. That's the same thing with you. Don't believe you're just treating your body any kind of way. Let's go back to 1 Corinthians 7, 34. Tell you right now, you sisters, you brothers, you better stay away from that fornication. You're on your way to prison. Uh, 1 Corinthians 7, let's read 34. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 34. There is difference also between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman careth for the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. So she's focused on her works for the Lord, not her flesh. Read on. But she that is married careth for the things of the world, how she may please her husband. So I'm going to tell you right now, sister, I'm going to let you in on a secret. Nothing um, makes a man more happier than to have a wife in this truth that believes like he does. I'm going to let you in on that. Newsflash, nothing makes him more happier. You ain't a ball in a chain. You know why? Because it's going to be classes like this that leadership bring out, and it's going to be cutting a soul when you don't do nothing. If you, if you got a wife that's putting in works around here, you're like, yeah, kept talking about them other lazy-ass women. Not mine, because I make sure my wife's putting in, we're putting a hand to the plow. You other brothers better get it. Better catch up. But it pleases a man nothing more to have a wife that believes that she's focused on pleasing him by her works. So these classes right here don't bother him. But if you ain't one of those, I guarantee you have a talk in the car. 
when you get home. It ain't going to be in the, in the words that you think it is, but you'll hear it. Because if your husband believes, he's going to make sure you believe. Okay. If she in the spirit, her, the words got to come out of her mouth. What can I do to get busy? Yep. What can I do? She will come to you and ask you that. That's the first thing that should come out your mouth. Yep. If she's not in the spirit, she's going to say, you think they was talking about me? <laughs> yeah. If she say that, you got a problem. You got work to do. Okay? I'm yeah. just giving it to you right now. If she says that right there, you got a problem. You got work to do. You got a double load. And another problem, if she don't say nothing, and you and your mind, men, you husbands, and you know it, you better go check it. Yeah. Because she probably say, well, that ain't me. A lot of these sisters hear classes 24-7 a day, and not one of them sticks to their mind. Yeah. And they go Good home point. and say, well, that ain't me. Good and they point. go home. Good point. And those that say it ain't me, you be the one right. where leadership got to help you out. Husband don't went off because you that one said it ain't me. That class didn't fit me. I'm the hum- most humblest and modest sister and shame face you would ever want to meet. That's how I bow to my husband. I'm going to say this last thing. Cap, cap, hold on. <laughs> Whatever you like. <laughs> right. Sisters, this is for y'all. If you in this and you know you fit this bill, listen up. And you know your, your, your husband's desire is to put work in this truth and you're not up to that level, fix it. Because a lot of our sisters think that they, will, they don't fit that bill. And you will be the reason why that brother will, hey, you know what? Chuck up the deuces to this truth, fall out, and leave you as a single uh, parent. I'm telling you, you'll be by yourself because a lot of times they think the truth is the glue. Yes, in most cases. But if you keep on vexing that man over and over, not giving him the respect that's due or reverencing him like the scriptures say, you will be the reason why you're a single parent. That, ain't, that right there will be, all right, you know what? It's not worth my blood pressure. No, I got to go. All right? And that's like what Kev just said. Kev is a call. That what? A lot of times... And- <laughs> You got to come to us now that you did all that. You need help. You need to come to leadership. The ones that showed you what not to do or even show you what you're doing wrong and fix it. You don't want to do that. But when things start to fall apart, then you start looking for us to fix the problem that we told you a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. How to fix it. <laughs> and even that, but we be like, hey, was you there? I know you was there because I remember you being there. They be like, yeah, yeah, yeah but. Yeah. I was with the kids. I was, I was doing something. That kid dropped a pen. I had to pick it up. Well, well that's why we uh, edit videos and put them out. Right. Again. No excuses. So you can watch it over again. For free. For free. <laughs> Let's get this. Sirach 25 and 8. We're going to end it on this. Today's class, Does Your Wife Believe? Let's read that. Sirach chapter 25 and verse 8. Well is him that dwelleth with a wife of understanding. Read it again. Well is him that dwelleth with a wife of understanding. So, sisters, understand the mission. Understand that the mission that your husband is on, especially if he has worked, sacrificed to be able to stand in the army of God with one of these purple and gold shirts on. Understand the mission that he is now on and put in your own works 
to build this nation and those young sisters that need the help. Understand the mission, sisters. We used to scream black power while Heron was pushed. But at the end of the day, nothing's in vain. IUIC has been given a vision. The tents of Judah has risen. Many has attempted the mission. Minor murmuring, omitting, and missing the mark. Just reading that he had the flame of fire in his eyes gave us the spark. We on Paul's mission. We out on the road, purple and gold, from Mexico, Cuba, Haiti, Ghana, Sierra Leone. 144,000 boots banging, concrete crackling. These are how men repented at heart. The scriptures is proof. IUIC, we deliver the truth.
want your deep love. I don't deep, I don't deep, I want your deep love. I don't deep, I don't deep, I want your deep love. I don't deep, I don't deep, I want your deep love. I don't deep, I don't deep, I want your deep. Tight like nuts and bolts and velcro shoes grind. With my wife, my boot thing, we tight like nuts, bolts, and velcro shoes grind.
face me realize Just give me the strength me see they might be spiritualized Still I ain't doing all this trouble when the pressure rise Man I feel you so lean and they give the ambience stay alive Love, sweat and tears, endure self-sacrifice Still not give up, cause my mind rest for price Just give me strength for you back up my enemies Them full of hatred, them full of jealousy Man chose to the thing we not fake, we not counterfeit be perfect, Israel never quit. Have to be heard in the fire, so me tell you this. Man chose to the thing we not fear, we not counterfeit. Ah, no for them, what they mean, what them full of foolish. Be perfect, Israel never quit. Have to be heard in the fire, so me tell you this. Turn up the lights from the start. Bring tune, pull it up, celebrate, guys. We not carry God in our hands. We not carry God in our hands. Turn up the lights from the start. Bring tune, pull it up, celebrate us. We not carry God in our hands. We not carry God in our Thank you for listening to the Forefront Radio. We now have a cash app. The link is in the description of the page here on anchor.fm, also on Spotify. We appreciate you listening in. We do have a few features that we are including now. We are selling a few products such as watches, perfumes, colognes, and other uh, products will be available for our Israelite community, as well as the general community of the population. We have a Facebook page. Just type in The Forefront Media, and you'll be able to get updates of uh, various shows that we drop when they do drop. Um, Please do share this show if you like the show, and we do hope that you do love this show. And uh, tune in for more uh, episodes once we have them available. Thank you for listening to The Forefront. I'm your host, Afiel Levi Israel.